I'm going to quote this. I debated whether to quote this here or not, but I think it needs to be said. This is from Romans chapter 1, verse 24 and 25. This is the downward spiral. Whenever people reject God, something happens. And Paul outlined it for us in Romans chapter 1. Listen to it. Therefore, after they had rejected God, therefore God gave them over. People say, how come there's so much suffering in the world? Oh, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Listen, when people reject God, God allows them to have what they sow. Now listen, don't get high and holy on me here because this word is going to hit you right between the eyes as it hit me right between the eyes. Listen. Whenever God tells me a spirit-filled believer something and I reject it and I turn him off and I push him away, guess what happens? He turns me over. He lets me have the alternative, the results, the harvest of my own ways and my own thinking. God don't send nobody to hell. He don't have to. We do a pretty good job of it ourselves. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. When was the last time you saw a movie where two people fell in love, did not have sex, got married? Can you think of one? I saw one last night. It was one of uh, Mel Gibson's very first movies. It was called Tim. He played the part of a boy that had a disability, fell in love with an older woman, did not have sex, and married. But it don't go that way. Today in our society, virtually every show, virtually every movie has to have at least one homosexual, one drug addict, and another perversion, which you don't see as a perversion unless you stop and think about it. A man and a woman sleeping together unmarried. Do you know that's a perversion? Do you know that'll send you to hell? That's a perversion. Oh, those homosexuals. Oh, you fornicators. You think God is going to wink at your fornication and send the homosexuals to hell? I got news for you. See, back off, Jim. My God, you're going to run people off. But somebody has got to stand up and say this. There's too many people in the church that are doing it. I wasn't called a pastor yesterday. I wish I could tell you that it was only in the Baptist and the Methodist and the Lutheran and the others where there are people sitting in the pews that are having sex. Hopefully not in the pews. I'm not so sure. Oh, you don't even want me to go there. Is it any wonder the world doesn't want the Jesus that we claim we serve? Why should they? Why should they want the Jesus that allows you to do all the sins of the world and go to church and pretend to be holy? I just might as well go to Kiwanis or the Lions Club or go down to the local bar and get drunk. I get more out of it. Therefore, God gave them over. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie. But well, we all know now that this is behavior that they cannot control. Fornication is behavior that they cannot control. And we all know that it's okay if you love one another. Bless your heart. You love one another. Make sure that you choose person that you love. Make sure you love them. And it's okay. Just go ahead and fornicate all you want after that. And then after you leave that relationship, go to another one. Make sure that you love them and fornicate with them. And then after you leave that relationship, go to another one and make sure that you love them before you fornicate with them. And if you love them, it's okay to fornicate with them. You've heard the word fornicate more times in the last 10 minutes in this church than you will hear it in 10 years in most churches. Huh? Am I telling the truth? Boy, I'm going to invite some of my buddies next Sunday. They need to hear fornicate. 
You say, are you, are you setting yourself up as better than I know? Because I was a fornicator. And I know what it did to my life and the lives of the people that I fornicated with. If you think it's going to make your marriage, your future marriage better to fornicate, you are fooling yourself. It will come back to bite you. When you are engaged and when you are going together, you are building a foundation for a future marriage. And fornication prior, in other words, sexual intercourse prior to marriage. Oh, I'm sorry. Some of you folks that don't read the Bible may not know what the word fornicate means. Fornicate means sexual intercourse outside of marriage, before marriage. Adultery is after marriage. If you have sexual relations with someone not your mate, that's adultery. It's so elementary, but it is so necessary to preach this.